Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today is episode number 67. I am staying for the kids. A lot of times we make the wrong decision to stay in a relationship because of our kids, because we believe that it is better for them to have two parents together than just be pushed around from one parent to another parent. The thing is that that is not always the case. Sometimes we stay for the kids. Because we have no idea of what else to say or what else to do. Some people actually think that because they say they're staying for the kids, that is making a good decision. When you say you're staying for the kids, that actually means three different things, at least. And I'm going to be talking about them with you today. Number one, you're staying for you. You have no idea how to leave your toxic, abusive relationship because you're still in love with this person. You're kind of like seeing what is going on, but you're still not accepting the fact that this relationship is toxic and at times even an abusive relationship. You're looking for anything that is making sense to keep you from making the necessary changes because you still believe that they will be better if you're both parenting together, regardless of the type of life that you're having. The thing is, kids are not happy because they have two parents in the same household. They are happy when their parents are happy. If you are not happy or your spouse or your partner isn't happy in the relationship, you're not making your kids happy, regardless of the fact that there is abuse in your household. Now, if you add on abuse, abusive, toxic behaviors to the equation, you have a lot of damage that you are creating in your environment. If you are with an abusive partner, you're more than likely being verbally abused, emotionally abused, and psychologically abused. This is not an abuse that is easy to see because when you're in it, you're being trained and brainwashed not to realize what is going on and it's slowly, gradually working up to be more abusive as the relationship keeps going. Now, because you have abuse in the household, you're now exposing your kids to this type of behavior. Number two, you're staying in the relationship for your kids because you believe that he can change. You know things are not good right now. You have faith that things will get better because you keep relying on the version of your partner that you met when you guys started out. You keep thinking of your partner as the person that was love bombing you and hooking you into this relationship at the beginning. And you're only relying on the bits and pieces of love that you get here and there. You believe this is a sign that things will get better. And you're just there fighting for the chance to make your relationship better without realizing that your relationship is as good as it's ever going to get. Number three, you are afraid of uncertainty. We're all afraid of uncertainty. Some people jump into it easier than others. 
But for me specifically, I'm not much of a planner either. But the fact that I have no idea where things are going makes us feel uncomfortable. It's scary to think that you're moving on from what it is familiar to you. And the thing is that sometimes even when our comfort zones are no longer comfortable, because it is familiar, it makes us think that it is a much better option than what we don't know that is out there. The reality is that you are not staying for the kids. You are staying because you're not sure where your life is going or what you're going to be able to do with your life. I understand all three of these all too well. At the beginning of my toxic abusive relationship, just like you, I didn't know that it was an abusive relationship. And I thought because the fact that my daughter's dad was no longer present in her life, I thought that having a father figure would be something that was good for her. The thing is that it wasn't. It wasn't because it's not just the fact that you need somebody there to be physically or readily available just to pretend that they are a father figure. For a parent to be a father or mother figure, you need to actively be playing the role of mother or father. If you are not playing the role, there's no use for you being there. There was no reason why I had to give this man the authority of giving the male figure the father figure in the house. Because even though I was in this relationship, my daughter kept on looking for my dad, her grandfather, as a father figure because she didn't see it in him. And the more I tried to push the fact that he was a father figure and he was my partner and he was the man of the house, she was not easily convinced. When she was little, maybe. But as she started growing up, she started realizing that it meant nothing to her that this man was a quote-unquote father figure or the man of the house. Because she saw that being the man of the house meant nothing because he was toxic and he was abusive. I remember her telling me that she would never let me get married to him. She knew what she saw in him. Why is it so hard for us to see that the kids are seeing it? The kids are seeing everything that happens around you. And the kids know more than you think that they do. Just because you have two parents together does not always mean that that is the best for the kids. Sometimes having a happy mom and dad by themselves, it's healthier and it's even better. Yes, we have to split the time. Yes, we have to make the time for them to spend either more time with us or more time with dad. But it is healthier for a child to decide when to be with mom and when to be with dad if that is the case than to be pushed around into what you think a family should be. The idea of a family nowadays is not the same as it used to be. But first, a word from our sponsor. If you've left a toxic abusive relationship and you are tired of feeling broken, angry, and confused, this program is for you. Welcome to Rise Coaching is a 90-day program to help you break free from the toxic mentality to elevate and rebuild your sense of self using my signature Rise method. For more information, go to cometorise.com or look for the link in the show notes. Back to the episode. Things have changed. We have learned to recognize abuse, not only just as physical. We have learned to recognize that parents are not happy just because they have their partner with them. People are not happy because they have more money and they are not happy because they have somebody by their side. 
Sometimes it's easier to be alone than be with somebody who doesn't value you and keeps you stuck. The same thing happens for the kids. I left my toxic, abusive relationship because I knew there was something wrong with my relationship. And it wasn't until one day that I got home and I gave my son a task. It's in the way that he reacted back to me and the way that he directed his anger and his response in a way that he had never done before. But at the same time, it was mimicking his father's way of replying to me. And that's the moment that I said, no way. It is not healthier for him to stay around this man because he is learning things that I don't want him to learn. The patterns of abusive behavior can be taught and they can easily be learned. If you keep your children in this type of household, not only are you teaching them that it is okay to do this if it's a boy and you're in a relationship where the male is the abuser, you're teaching that boy that he can be abusive because it's okay. This is what I've seen my father do. If you have a daughter and the dad is abusing the mom, you're teaching your daughter that this is okay because this is the way mom and dad are living. And if it's the other way around, you're still teaching them to do the things the wrong way because we all feel up until we realize that they're not the heroes of the story. We see them as our heroes. We see them as our role models. For the longest time when we are children, we believe that we have to mimic what our parents are teaching us because they're in the best moment in their lives and they're with the best person that they could be with because this is what most of us tend to believe and that's what I used to believe was growing up. What I saw in my parents was what I wanted. My mother had me when she was three months short of being 20 and I wanted to have a child when I was young because that's what my mother did. My mother got married when she was 19. I wanted to get married before I was 20 because I saw that that's what my parents did. And what I'm trying to tell you is that we want what we see our parents have until we can recognize that these things are not exactly right. And it takes many years for us to recognize this. It takes us getting into maturity and having conversations with people outside of our relationships. For example, the Menendez brothers, if you have ever heard about this case, these boys ended up killing their parents because their father, I believe, was the main one. I'm not sure about the mother. He was sexually abusing the kids, the boys. But it wasn't until they started talking to other people that they actually realized that that was wrong. They felt it. They felt that there was something weird going on and things didn't quite feel right. But it wasn't until they started talking to other people that they realized that this was not right, that they were being abused. And this is the way that it happens with all of us. We see this as the pattern and we see this as the right way to go until that day that we stop in our tracks and we talk to other people, friends, family, neighbors, and we compare what we see from their parents or what we see with our friends, the comparison, when we get to that point in our life, when we start comparing, we start to analyze and decide if things are right or if they're wrong. And if we think that these things are right, because that's what we see in our homes, that is exactly what they're taking outside of the home. You don't stay for the kids. You leave for the kids. 
because you have to teach them that life is better than this. You have to teach them that people are better than this. And there will come a time without you having to talk bad about the other parent that they will see this other parent for the person that he or she is. Because you don't have to tell them that they're a deadbeat because they will see it in the long run. What you have to do is supply love and support for these children. I thought I was saving my child. I knew that I had already hurt my eldest and his eldest because they were brought in in that type of relationship. But as soon as I saw my little one falling into the same thing, that's when I realized and I recognized what was going on. And I said, heck no, these kids are seeing things that we think they're not seeing. We think that because they're busy and they don't understand, they have no idea what is going on, but they know exactly what is going on. After I left, and I might have said this in another episode, but after I left my toxic relationship, I moved in. It was just me, my daughter, and my son. And my son was between five and six years old. And I said, I am so sorry that you will not be living with daddy anymore. And there were two things that he said that actually shocked me. Number one, he said, good, there's going to be no more screaming. And number two, he said, I know daddy is mean. You did the right thing. It didn't stop there. At another time, I had to go back to the house because I was the one that left the house. I went back to the house and I went to pick something up. His father wasn't there. I still had access to the house and I went in, I got what I needed. And when I got in the car, my son said, I am so proud of you because you knew you had to leave daddy. I'm telling you this so you can see how kids know. They might not say anything because he probably would have never said anything while I was in the relationship because he probably would have thought that it was wrong. But when he saw the actions that I took towards a better life, towards a better future, away from a person that was actively hurting us, he noticed what was going on and he understood why I left. He was between five and six years old. He was little and he still understood. My daughter didn't voice it out till she was already in her teens or close to it. I, as an adult, didn't see what my children saw because I was so comfortable receiving sweet little nothings from him whenever I could. And that made it all right for me to stay. Not only that, but remember the gaslighting and the manipulation and the control, it's heavy. They can't beat you if they can't control you or manipulate you. And this is why they go so hard at playing with your mind. You are a very strong person and they need you by their side. But they can't do that if they can't control you because you're so strong that they need to play mind games with you to take that strength away from you, but still being able to take everything else they want from you. Love makes us do the craziest things. Open your eyes and see things through your kid's eyes. They see it all, even though they don't say a word. They know what is going on, even though they won't let you know, because they believe that you know better. Staying for the kids, it's just an excuse to stay in the house with this person because you're afraid. I was afraid too. I was afraid of where I'll end up with, whether I would have the money, who would help me. I lived from Puerto Rico. I left everything. When I moved to Florida, I had no friends, no family. 
all I had was him and my kids. And even then I decided that with God by my side, anything was possible. And it was. Everything was possible. I never lacked in anything. It wasn't easy. It wasn't fun. At times, like I mentioned last week in my Instagram, I was full of debt because of doing that. And that is something that I'm going into another episode. I went into debt because I did this, but it was worth it. Every sacrifice that I have done, every step that I've taken along the way, it was worth it. The only regret now that I have is why didn't I do it sooner? And if you don't take care of this now, you're going to have the same regret. I don't regret being with him because I have my beautiful son. And after I had him, I should have left because that's the only beautiful thing that came out of that relationship. I should have left after I had him. And how many of you are thinking the same thing? Don't wait another day. It's not easy to leave. You don't say it today and you leave tomorrow. You have to plan to leave. So plan to leave. Take the steps because they're seeing what this other person is doing to you. They see it and they suffer just like you. I hope that you understand the repercussions that it has to stay with your children in a toxic, abusive relationship. If you want more information on the one-on-one coaching opportunity that is open right now, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Raquel Colina. I will put the information in the show notes and you can reach out to me and ask me questions. Spots are open right now, so don't wait. Don't delay. I hope this was eye-opening for you because that was the idea. And it might have been a lot of tough love and you might not have liked what I said, but it needs to be said. I am a coach and I am not here to overcoat things for you. I am here to tell it to you like it is. And if it bothers you, that is perfect. That is exactly how I meant it. Because when it bothers you, that's how you start moving forward. When it bothers you, that's where you understanding that there's something that is not right. When it hurts, that's how you get moving. And when it surprises you, that's when you start working for it. I am not putting information out here to be your friend. I love you. But what I want for you is to move forward, to stop letting somebody else take advantage of you, to wake up, open your eyes, and start moving towards creating a better life for you. You deserve it. And you are worth it. And you are enough. And you are loved. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.